and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. I am your host, R.T. Fleming, and it is my mission to help you find your next digital comic book pick from the golden age to now. I have been reading comic books for over 40 years and have never lost my passion for comic books. Something I try to pass on to old and new readers. It's Wednesday, August 24, 2022, and today's episode is rather special. It marks the 12th Kickstarter campaign I featured on the podcast. I love covering Kickstarters. I think it's vital to support indie publishers, but they put out some fantastic comic books that deserve more attention. In this episode, Grant Lankard talks about his series Beowulf, about the Dragon Slayer from Myth. He's reincarnated as a 30-something slacker in the series. His sidekicks are a magic cat and a 13-year-old girl. With this campaign, Grant talks about the fourth issue. One of the fascinating things was how much thought Grant put into putting out this comic book. He gives some great advice for creators or would-be publishers. Check it out. Now, if you're a new listener, thanks for trying out the podcast. I hope you stick around. I do a short-form podcast, and I cover all kinds of comics from the Silver Age, Golden Age, to the present. I want you to sample comic books, whether it's something new or something that's been around for a while. That's my goal. If you like this podcast, please spread the word. Recommend it to other comic fans. With this episode and the show notes, I've added Linktree. That allows you easy access to fantastic comic fan social media accounts and platforms where you can listen to the podcast. Please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. It's so important. I want the podcast to grow and introduce fans to a different way of covering comic books. Thanks for listening, and now to today's episode. Welcome back to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. Today I am talking with Grant Lankard, and we are doing another Kickstarter campaign. As regular listeners know, I feature Kickstarter campaigns on a regular basis. I like to support the creative people out there and pick up projects which I think are very unique and different. And this particular one, Beowulf, fits that completely. Before we talk about the Kickstarter campaign, Grant, you're a first-time guest. I usually ask the first-time guest, what's your comic book origin? What got you into comic books? Well, I grew up in the 90s when comic book creators were kind of treated like rock stars. It looked like a fun lifestyle to me, at least as, you know, a 13 or 14 year old kid. And, you know, in my head, it was like, you know, you sit, you get to sit around and draw all day with your buddies and you get a paycheck for that. You know, you can't, how can you, how can that not be the greatest thing ever? And, you know, at the time I, I saw my dad, you know, working in a cubicle, you know, coming home frustrated every, every night, it just seemed like an ideal job. And, um, and of course I love the comic books themselves too. Um, like I said, I was a kid during the nineties. So I, I maybe didn't realize like kind of how cheesy some of those nineties comic books were. Some of them are fun, but there's also, you know, not much of a story to a lot of them. Be a wolf. Tell us a little bit about the background and the story itself. 
Yeah, so Beowulf is a character that I've been kicking around since, you know, I was a little kid. Obviously, I've updated it a lot. Uh, I started working on it during the pandemic. Beowulf is basically the story, you know, that we all learned about in English class in high school. But uh, it's actually that character reincarnated as a 30-something slacker. What happens is uh, Beowulf's friend, Mooney, has a vision of a dragon waking from a thousand-year nap. And uh, their way of, you know, going after this dragon is to find the reincarnation of Beowulf. Mooney, Mooney happens to be a magic cat. And so him and his owner go after the reincarnation of the legendary dragon slayer, Beowulf. Who probably doesn't want to have anything to do with their wannabe quest. Exactly. So they kind of have to get him prepared to go up against. They have to convince this guy and they have to get him prepared to go up against this dragon. This is your first comic book project, right? Pretty much? So, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I did I, I I mean I did an anthology piece before this, but yeah, this is my first real so, regular comic book. So why did you start to write comic books after all this time? Uh so there was actually there was a documentary about image comics, and I don't know if you have like comfort what i call it comfort tv or comfort movies yes yeah where it's like something that you watch just because you maybe like over and over again just because you find it comforting yeah i have movies like that jurassic park independence day twister yes (laughs) those are all pretty much like 90 shows movies and yeah i I would i'll put them on for background noise but go on yeah so this this image comics documentary kind of became I think it was uh, I think it was called the image revolution. It's, it's the one that's on Amazon prime. Um, it kind of became like very comforting to me and sit to sit and watch just the idea of these guys. It, it I think the whole image story just, it sounds like the kind of story you would hear about. And it, it would, it would, it's the kind of idea that never seems to 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 work out you know what i mean yes and it was like the one time i mean how many times have you been sitting around with with like your coworkers and like you're you're mad about something at work and you're like oh you know we should just go and start our own company and you never do and the amazing thing about image is that it actually worked out and you know and i i was really enjoying I really enjoyed watching this documentary over and over again, just because it's amazing to think that, you know, these guys started this company that, you know, 40 years later, or I, I'm sorry, like 30 years later, it's still, it's the number three comic book company in the world. So, I mean, it really, it really shouldn't work, but it actually does. And is very successful at what it does. Now you chose to name your imprint, a monarch publishing. Why did you do that? You know what? I don't really know what the story behind that was. I just know like the comic books that I made when I was in high school all had the monarch logo on them. 
And so I decided to continue with that. I don't, I don't remember why, like in, in grade school and like junior high, when I made comic books, they all had like the Monarch logo on it, but they did. So I just decided to continue that brand. Now, what do you do outside in your real life? What's, what's your career like? So my day job is I, I set up concerts, which nothing like, not like, not like, I don't like talk to the bands or anything. I, I like, I'm not doing like concert promotion or anything like that. You know, I like move speakers, plug in lighting units, that sort of thing. So if I sound a little bit groggy, that's why so this, this weekend, the three biggest concerts of the summer were all in the same weekend. So. I'm a little bit worn out. Understandable. So yes, <laughs> I've been there. I, I totally understand that. How did your creative team come about? How did you go about assembling your creative team? So my creative team is actually just me and my friend Antonio. And as far as how I'm, so yeah, the the letter and the letterer and the colorist on my comic book are just pseudonyms for me. And how did I meet Antonio? I met Antonio just um, by posting on Facebook. For any aspiring comic book writers or artists who are, are looking for uh, people to collaborate, Facebook is a really good resource for that. There are a lot of groups, like groups called like connecting artists and writers and stuff like that. You can find people. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to pay. If you want people to help you work on your comic book, you're going to have to pay, which is why I suggest, you know, aspiring writers at least learn a little bit about the art duties. Like you don't necessarily have to be Picasso or anything, but, you know, learning basic coloring or lettering, I think, or even just, you know, how to lay out the pages in Photoshop or whatever program you're using. That's actually, some, that's actually some good advice. I've not heard anybody put that type of advice into play before. Because I always ask people, you know, what, do you tell, what would you tell aspiring creators or people who want to start their own publishing? And that was actually some good advice. I want to know, where did you, where's Antonio based at? Antonio is based out of Portugal. And yeah, and, and back to what you were saying, like, yeah, I, I really recommend people get at least some basic, you know, if you want to be a writer, try to get a little bit of basic skills because, you know, I talk all the time to people, you know, on Twitter and, and Instagram who are like, you know, I want to be a comic book writer, uh, but I'm not sure how to go about doing it. Doing it, and you know that's the first question that I I always ask them. Like, do you have any art skills at all? And they always say, no, and I'm not really interested in learning any. And I, I I feel like that puts them at such a disadvantage, you know, compared to everybody else. Did you? So it seems like you put a lot of thought before you actually assembled and put out the comic book. I mean. In some ways, uh, I mean, I think that I was a little bit naive about how easy it would be for me to find a publisher. I I didn't know that I was going to need to self-publish this comic book. 
So in that way, that was something that I didn't put as much thought into. No, no. How many issues is this supposed to be? Is it ongoing? Is it going to end in a certain amount? So this story is going to be six issues. After that, I'm sure there's going to be follow-ups. I mean, I the thing that I always say about Beowulf is, you know, because it involves reincarnation, I feel like, you know, we can tell stories with these core characters or, you know, different versions of these core characters throughout history. You, you know, we can keep telling st- these stories forever, kind of. So what made you choose to do Beowulf of all the legends that are out there? So when I was a kid and I first read the Beowulf story, the thing that I thought was cool about it was it reminded me of a superhero story. I actually not only, I, I play kind of fast and loose with the legend of Beowulf. And I think that that's fair because before Beowulf was written down, it was obviously a story told orally. So, you know, I mean, there were many different variations of Beowulf before it ended up getting written down. So I don't feel guilty about, you know, messing with the the story a little bit, like the details a little bit. and. But, yeah, the thing that I really found interesting about Beowulf is that it reminds, like, as a kid, kind of realizing, like, oh, these kind of stories have been told for centuries or even millennium. How many Kickstarter campaigns have you run so far? So I did the first three issues of Beowulf, and then I also did my horror anthology memoirs of the morbid through Kickstarter. I tried doing an Indiegogo once and it was a miserable failure. So I'll probably never do that ever again. So how successful has the Kickstarter been for you? And what advice would you give somebody that's actually thinking of going to like to a Kickstarter campaign? Yeah. I mean, I can't, obviously they're successful enough that you've done multiple issues, but tell me what you think about it. I can't recommend Kickstarter enough because um, I mean, obviously, you know, before Kickstarter, if you wanted to be an amateur comic book writer or artist, um, that basically involved you going massively in debt. Like I'm sure you've heard stories like, you know, Robert Kirkman was on the verge of having his house possessed, repossessed or foreclosed on, I should say when invincible became a hit yeah i mean stuff like that sucks and you know kickstarter is a way that comic book creators can put out a comic book and maybe not make a ton of money but you know at least break even i'm doing a little bit of an experiment this kickstarter was 40 days which is all of my past kickstarters have been for 30 days and i'm trying to see you know if you know adding a few days you know that gives me 10 more days to promote the kickstarter you know maybe 
is that going to equate to 10 more 10 more days worth of funding you know what i mean how is it how do you market it as a comic book once it's out there mainly through social media i also do a newsletter and i do quite a few comic book convention appearances when do you plan on having Beowulf finished? Ideally. Probably early next year. And do you have anything else on the horizon that you want to talk about yet? So actually I'm working on uh, a follow-up to, to Memoirs of the Morbid, which is my horror anthology. Uh, I should have a follow-up in time for Halloween of next, not Halloween of this year, but Halloween of next year. Before we part today, you get the final word. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, just, uh, I mean, uh, go, everybody go check out uh, Beowulf. I'm sure you're going to post the, um, the link. The yeah, the link will be there on the show notes for anybody that checks out the podcast. Yes, I'll have the, I'll have the link there for them. I think Beowulf is a, a fun little comic book. It has a lot of emotion to it, which is what I look for in a comic book. It's it's kid friendly and it's not necessarily intended for kids, but it's kid friendly. And uh, I think that if you guys read it, you'll enjoy it. And if you haven't read issues one through three, you can get a copy of those as well. So. Don't let the number four, you know, scare you away from checking it out. And it really is a great series. I was able to read all, all the issues that you sent me, and I appreciate you doing that. Again, it's for the Kickstarter Beowulf. My guest today was Grant Lankard. Again, you will also find everything you need to know in the show notes. Grant, thanks so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you, fantastic comic fan at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time. <laughs>